Hey y'all, this podcast contains potentially disturbing content. That content might include graphic references to topics such as sexual abuse, self-harm, violence, eating disorders, sexuality, as well as explicit language. Parental discretion is advised. Starting now, bitch. Good morning and give Khalees back her milkshake, but also work it. Work it, girl, because you're listening to the Queer LBC Podcast, the only podcast recorded live here on this beautiful Beyonce nation, the international city, Long Beach, California. I'm Nino, local construction daddy and podcast fatty. My pronouns are get me bodied. And I have with me here my fabulous cohort. Hey, bitch, it's Guy, your local street pharmacist. My pronouns are Act One Renaissance. Dr. David here, your church girl daddy. My pronouns are he, him. And last but not least, it's Jose here. I'm telling everybody, you won't break my soul. My pronouns are he, him, el. So what do you have for us today, Nino? Oh, you know, just some quick and quick events. Take a sip. Today in Beyonce, Khalees has word for Beyonce. Songwriter Diane Warren's tweet about Beyonce goes viral. Beyonce removes ableist slur from her song. I can't believe she's so fucking ableist. Beyonce, (laughs) you know, she's just, she's out against the community of... And opinions of Nino does not reflect that of queer LBC or or any other... Or that of Nino himself. All of my opinions on Beyonce do not reflect my opinions on myself. (laughs) Please do not at me after this episode. Good night. This is a special Beyonce episode of the Queer LBC because Beyonce is giving... Is she giving? She's giving, giving gay life. She gave. She didn't give mm-hmm. it to Khalees. She giveth. Nope. <laughs> she taketh. Come on, she taketh. <laughs> I think Khalees is very happy. What what happened? So, Khalees was, um, she says she was like, you know she has like a, some kind of farming business or I don't know what the fuck she does. She's a farmer? Something. That's Yikes. cool. A chef on the side or something like that. Oh, okay. So she has like a farm and she like grows all these crops and blah, 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 blah. So I guess she was posting on her, like, that business page, like, mm-hmm. on, you know, like, whatever, and let me post my daily update. And one of her fan pages was like, oh, my God, there's a collab with Khalees and Beyonce on her new album. <laughs> and Khalees was like, bitch, ain't no fucking collab. Mm-hmm. A collab is when two people work together. We didn't work together. She took. Oh, I was ma- like, Mama took it. But also, like, her claim was she was more mad at Pharrell. And mm-hmm. she, she was mad at Beyonce for not just, like, calling and saying, like, hey, I'm going to use your, I'm going to sample your record. Like, as, a, like, a courtesy. Oh, okay. that, that would have been nice. But just, That's what she but, was mad about. But did Beyonce know, though, that it was being sampled? And does Beyonce album? I would but, hope so. But does Beyonce <laughs> know, like, all the legal, like, and beef and all that stuff, too, like... Does she know Khalees not doesn't have music ownership? I mean, they all in the ownership. industry. I'm pretty sure everybody knows. Well, Khalees also was saying, true. like, bitch, you could have picked up the phone. You have my number. Yeah, because right. she's like, girl, we, we all know the same people. Like, Because despite whatever, like, all the legalities and whatever, 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 the truth about it is, is, like, when somebody does that, like, I understand why Khalees is so fucking pissed. I would be pissed, too. Bitch, you could have called me and, like, said, like, hey, like, I'm going to put you on this record. It doesn't matter, like, if... If I have anything to do with it anymore, if I have like the rights or anywhere, you know it's my song. Despite. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, bitch, 
you're like also trying to bite off of me and my cool shit. Yeah. So I it's feel, like yeah. I get it. Okay. It's like, don't act like you don't know me, bitch. Yeah. Like if if I was yeah. if I was an artist and a musician and if I was Beyonce, then I would be like, hey. I'm doing this from your song. Like, you know what I mean? Like socially, like it'd be like, Hey, guess what? Cause I've been on that side where people, well, I have done work for shit and I don't even get fucking informed of like where it's going. Mm -hmm. It's like, I remember one time, one of my shit that I worked on was like playing at a museum. And I was like, what the fuck? Like you didn't even fucking tell me, like I would have fucking liked to know. Right. Like Mm. that would have been really cool for me if I fucking knew that. Like if I fucking knew I'm collabing with Beyonce, like that would have been great for me to know that like before Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Like, but also I'm confused because the other artist, Robin S from you gotta show me love, also says she didn't know that she was using her the record. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, I heard it when y'all heard it." Oh shit! Oh, wow. I mean, did but then other samples like the church girl body? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So they knew about it because they said they had to sign NDAs, and they couldn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Just like T.S. Medicine, because she used her voice. She's like, "Yeah, like I'm getting paid. She paid me. She credited me, and I'm getting royalties off the song." Oh, that's great. Dang. But that's I don't cool. know why. Like I don't know why Khalees wasn't called, but also Robin S wasn't called either. But then like other people, people were like called. called and like had to sign these NDAs. So oh, I'm that's not interesting. It just sounds to because me like Khalees is the performer of the song, and she don't own the song. I'm assuming maybe that's why she didn't call her. Just like Robin S, she don't. She didn't write that song. She's the performer. She don't own. Uh, I don't know what she owns, but um, like she didn't get a call either. She's like. I heard it when it came out when y'all heard it. And they're both on the same record, right? The same track? Yeah. Oh. But then Big Frida, they called him. He mm-hmm. knew. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, like, how... If they're calling the people that own the masters, like... I mean, because that's what Khalees mm-hmm. was talking about. She's like, I know that Pharrell did it, like, on purpose because yeah. he's being an asshole. And it's yeah. like, it is an asshole move. Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, it just sounds like whoever's creating this record, yeah, even though they own the rights to it, it's like, it doesn't sound like they care about the artists that actually created the sounds that they're fucking shelling out. Yeah, so I guess Chad and Pharrell <laughs> is the person that owns that song, which Chad is also credited as a writer. What she said song. about Chad? Ooh, that was like, not bring in the little Asian <laughs> boy for no reason. I'm surprised he's still <laughs> able to sit up. I'm just so stupid. <laughs> is that the Amoeba Man? Amoeba Man? He's the guy from Nerd, N-E-R-D, the other one from Pharrell. Pharrell. Oh, okay. Because then Pharrell she said Chad. something about somebody from Amoeba Music. She was going off. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh. Yeah, so... um. I don't know how that works. Like, who gets a call and who don't get a call? Yeah. And who signs these NDAs and you can't say nothing? Like, I don't know how that works. I don't know, but it seems like Pharrell's the drama in this situation. Oh, she's the drama. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing is, there's she's no the drama. Like, there is no like how it works because it's just kind of like at everyone's discretion if they want to do it, they want to do this. There's no mm-hmm. protocol. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to be dissed, you can just I mean, but someone. it's like if I wrote a song and I own it, but you performed it, but you don't own it am i going to call is are they going is exactly is Jose gonna call <laughs> you or me like he got to call me because it's my song mm-hmm. you're just yeah. a performer mm-hmm. so i mean you're definitely the name yeah but i mean they were following b was following the law but it's also sometimes the law is kind of like sucky but also like yeah i guess yeah a, a, that makes sense as a woman she could just be like hey sis i'm a usual shit she said, artists. even if I said no, she was going to use it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if you're saying the words I'm collabing, like. Well, she didn't say collab. It was a fan page that said that, right? The fan page mm. said, oh my God, Khalees is collabing with Beyonce. Mm. But Beyonce released sampled 
track list. And so it was like, these are the artists that I sampled and she credited them all. Mm. So, but people obviously can't fucking read and they just like see one thing and they just take it and run. Well, when I was yeah. reading the, the who wrote it list, I was like, why does it just look like it's one group of people that wrote everything, even though there's a million different, I guess I just found the wrong information. No. Know. So all those, so that's what I was also, I saw a video earlier or the thing about Diane Warren tweeting, why is there 24 writers on that one song? Yeah. Trying I to throw understand shade. what she's saying. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So like if, if I assemble this track that you guys made. I don't think that's what she's talking about. I think what she's talking about is the way that the way that Khalees was talking about you, you are, you put your name on my fucking song as the writer, even though you wrote no fucking things. And that happens a lot in the industry oh. is that people put their names on shit so they can get paid for no fucking reason. And there's ends up like a long list of people. Okay. I'm confused. So I use your sound. Okay. But I'm writing my lyrics to your sound. Oh, you like sampling. Yes. Yeah. That's something yeah, different. You, what Diane Warren or what's her name? Warwick was talking Warren. about was lyric writing like yeah. the actual words of the song she's questioning but, why there's all these people credited as writing lyrics so maybe the dream was confused then because he went off about i think he was confused because the same thing is with dr lucas he gets a lot of credits for writing songs that he never quote quote wrote and it's oh. kind of just like this thing in the industry that happens where people like add their name to the list of writers so they just get paid and i think that's what she was questioning and she's like why is there 25 20 whatever people on this list i think she's questioning like why are y'all on here well like, also, oh. also because when you publish music you have to write um the 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 publishing has to, the publishing company has to ask you if you wrote everything on here and you if you 100 percent wrote everything on there then you say yes if you didn't then they need to know names so if i wrote one sentence on the song yes. i get a credit mm-hmm. yes. yeah mm-hmm. oh so maybe she wrote, maybe 24 people wrote. A but according to Beyonce, she writes a lot of her own music, doesn't she? Well, we all know that's not true. <laughs> I mean, the same thing. I mean, when you really look at. Well, actually, I don't even know her, but. When you look I, at I do. Top, she was at my house. <laughs> we know Mariah Carey writes her music. We know that. When you look at top artists that are like up there, um, a lot of people tend to think that it's like a one person event it's not it takes a huge oh team, yeah yeah a huge team for a huge production it goes from dancers to to choreographers to mm-hmm. um or orchestrators to lighting everything goes for that show and you all credit one person mm-hmm. for the event even though it took t- hundreds of people, 500 people same thing yeah up. and the same thing um when you are writing music if you if you sit there and that's all you do is write music and you compose and sing it or singer songwriter and you write these songs, then then that's you. But if someone else is in the room who is like, OK, that sounds great. Now let's put this beat behind it. Mm-hmm. So then now they added their input to it and someone else is like, OK, well, it sounds great with these trumpet players. Um, do you have trumpet lines for this, Beyonce? Tr- do you, I don't know if Beyonce writes trumpet lines. So mm. then now if you hear these trumpets. OK, so well, who wrote those lines for the trumpets? Also, I think she probably does contribute a lot because i saw an interview uh back in the day or the interview was back in the day um they were talking about the album writing on the walls Mm -hmm. and they was like i think it was kelly she said like beyonce was like bitch we gonna fucking do the producing on all these fucking songs and basically like saved like them over like a million dollars like stacking vocals and like sounds and like doing it herself so i think she does probably Mm -hmm. contribute a lot to like the 
production the yeah. production but like i don't know like how much she actually like writes like of yeah. her music and then another thing too the more successful you are the less you do so like the more successful yeah. someone is the, the less they do so like for instance a starting musician will be like um writing everything going in and recording every single line every single instrument and then once you get enough money then you can hire people to do those things for you until eventually you know you're just doing the creation aspect but i'm sure she's like probably like that person that still wants to do every fucking i'm pretty sure that she does um the final say in things i'm pretty sure she's like the one <laughs> yes no yes like and yeah i would you, imagine yeah like if someone like if if you have an arranger and you're and you're paying this person to arrange instrumentation for your for your music then you can they submit it and you can say no i don't like this shit yeah she's mm. definitely the executive producer yeah like i want to see like the behind the scenes like Oh yeah, I want to oh, see like awesome. the whole process. Like I want to see from start to finish when you started writing, who came to the studio, mm-hmm. which I was talking about, which I ate during the time y'all was in the studio, who mixed it, who engineered mm-hmm. it. When y'all went back and was like, no, let's scratch that. Let's sh-. like I want to see all that. Like I want to see the whole creative process. Like, that really seems cool. more interesting. You're just yeah. gonna see her pointing at a computer for twenty four <laughs> hours. <laughs> Stupid. Everyone will watch it though, <laughs> right? Because I, I sure will. Mm-hmm. Is she even signed to a record? I feel Beyonce is just like, I'm going to do this and fuck it. Doesn't she just release on I- title or something? Yeah, like, so, you know how, like, these artists, like, you sign to these labels and you yeah. have to put on so many projects? What's what, what's her tea? Is she just does what she wants? Right? I she feel prob- like she signed to Sony. Oh, she's signed to Sony? To Sony, but through Columbia, who distributed it. But it's just like, I feel like she just does things on her own time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can do things without contract. I think at that point, when you're Beyonce... Um, and you're out of your contract, I'm pretty sure she's out of her contracts, that you can decide whether you want to go into them further or not or whether they're actual collabs. Because I think at this point, Beyonce can choose who she wants to publish with. That's true. I so don't wait, you don't have to be have a contract with them? I'm pretty sure that she gets to choose and she has the leverage. Well, she's been with Sony forever. Or like Sony Columbia forever. Mm. That's the only one she's ever been with. So Sony? Yeah, I don't know those. I don't know those exact details. But if y'all know... But uh, I feel fans, like her, like, Instagram. she's at the point where she has enough confidence and she has, like, enough knowledge and she actually is in the driver's seat. So even if she is, was under, like, a contract to somebody else, I feel like she would still have, like, 100% creative say. Oh, yeah. And oh, it really yeah. Did, like, at the stage she's in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I feel like, yeah. I think that's how it is. Like, when artists first come out, like, they don't have a say in shit. It's more, like, of the label. Mm-hmm. And then once they get that like success and then you can tell because like i feel like the music changes the sound changes it's like this is what i wanted to do i'm like i I feel that happened to beyonce i feel like when she did her self-titled debut like that was a whole new chapter in Mm -hmm. her music musical journey yeah compared to like her albums before which were like very more like poppy okay so that's why i'm confused they say she's pop but she's not r&b well, I think when you look at musical history, they say that pop and R&B and stuff like that is actually dictated by race, not actually your musical genre. So, like, historically, I think R&B was only, like, subjugated to black people is that's their genre. Mm-hmm. And that's the same way that pop Is that music not, like, works. the sound of the music or the music you it's make? It's supposed to be. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way that radio stations would play it back in the day, like, they would, yeah, they would... Like, when you think of, like, back to the days of, like, doo-wop, like, that was, like, you know, like, oldies. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, like, 
quote unquote they called it black music mm. and Ra- so Ra- like, race tracks and that's that's mm. kind of the same thing where you hear about people talking about like Lil Nas I mean, X race, isn't country yes. and there's then that goes back to fucking country is a white person's genre and mm. so yeah. supposedly black people quote unquote can't do it even though yes the sound is what they're reproducing oh. is that genre because even like Drake he got mad when they nominated well he won best was it like pop album and he's like, we bitch, also, I'm not a fucking pop artist. I'm a rapper. Well, like, well what, what we also have to understand is that pop is dictated by what's popular. Yeah. And so maybe rith, maybe R&B what is for, I mean, is a, it is a genre. R&B isn't a genre, but a genre within itself. But then it gets to a point where it's like, but they're not it's even part of the mainstream now. So then mainstream equals pop. But mm-hmm. also I feel like it's like disrespectful to the artist to like put my, if, if my music is this and then. Mm-hmm. I don't know whoever the people that be like nope it's going in this category like bitch that's not what it is yeah. that's why Drake was so pissed like yeah. literally I'm a rapper and I won f- for best pop song like bitch what the fuck I mean thank you but no thank you because mm-hmm. I feel like these artists should revolt well I mean why do we why do we really even care about these awards anyways I feel like everybody makes a big deal out of this like I mean I feel like it's like it reminds me of like being in school like perfect attendance and like <laughs> yeah like who gives a fuck but that's for well that's for them like a that's lot. their thing like to but get acknowledged and comp or be acknowledged but only by the white people yeah. like that's all you're like striving for this is what these awards for are dictated by white people white old or, ass or men cis, or cis heads but I mean, like, the regular masses of America, I feel like when people win awards, they're like, oh, they're the best. And they, they look at it. I don't even know why they do. They just look at it like it it is a defining factor of what's the best. Yeah. When we all know, like, people don't be listening to Janelle Monae. Like, they listen to Britney yeah, Spears. But exactly. who do you think is really the better artist at the end of the day? And there's, like, amazing yeah. artists out there Don't come for me, Britney fans. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's, not a, there's, not ama- <laughs> there's so many amazing musicians and artists out there that don't get recognized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's like... You're, it's like an award of it's like a club it's like a you're in the club or you're not in the club and like um going back to Lil Nas Lil Nas X was really successful and he didn't get recognized not as I thought he won some like Grammys but not as stuff. a country artist and not as I wouldn't it, not say as he's a country a, artist though he's a rapper but that song but like BET didn't recognize him or give him uh awards oh recently yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So, like, his community may not even, like, see him as, like, a rap artist. But I wouldn't... I guess you can submit that song as a country song, but I wouldn't say, like, him, like, being a country artist. I wouldn't say he was a rapper either. No? I'd say he's a pop star. Lil Nas? Yeah. He does all the genres. I think he could be both. I think he can be a pop rap artist. You know, I think there's, like different grades of rap and i think there are there's like this more polished suitable for like the white community and i'm not saying when that nas x is making music for white people but i think it's like he makes an album which is great you know and he has singles that are digestible for everyone studio quality record yes. oh, yeah sound yeah. like compared to beyonce i just want to say that Ain't listening no to this no, I no, mean, just I'm, I, I mean, yeah, there's no comparison, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, if you look at musical careers, like Beyonce was where Beyonce was when she was first starting. And so was Lil Nas X, which is where he's at. He's in his beginning phases. Mm-hmm. And if you look at Beyonce's career, l- like recently, she's just been pushing boundaries and exploring. And I like it. And yeah. Just you can see excellence. You can see in mastery and she knows what she's doing. She's mastered her 
her art form. Um, she's now really truly expressing. I'm not saying that she wasn't expressing before, but I feel like this oh, is like these yeah. last two, this lemonade, what we've been listening to all day today, it's just real human expression and you feel it. Mm-hmm. And then you you connect with it because it's Beyonce digging deep and being an artist, like a true artist. But also like trying not also trying not to also like reveal like all of yourself. Yeah, and that's what, that's what it that's the beauty in it too. You don't want to give everything away right away. Because I was like listening to other songs and I'm like, has she always been thinking about Jay Z? Because if that's the case, I think he'd been cheating long a few albums ago. Right. <laughs> like like when Lemonade came out and she was like, I'm like, oh, he's cheating. But so then when I hear other songs, I'm like, was he? Are you not caught up on the T? No. What's the T? What's the T? The T is that apparently the one he'd been cheating on this whole time was, was Rihanna. No. No. That's what they say. They said mm. it was Kim's friend. This is a lot of people. More That's why they one. didn't go to the wedding. I'm sure it's not just one. It's just not just one. Wow. But I doubt it was Rihanna. It was Rachel Ray from 30 Minute Meals. <laughs> <laughs> so go and attack her right now. Stupid. <laughs> but um, I do like that she's experimenting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is the phase in, in, in her musical uh, journey of mastering what she's been doing. Cause I feel like when you get thrown into like just being hella famous mm-hmm. and like, I feel like that changes a lot of what happens in your life. Like being an artist. So all of a sudden, fuck everybody knows who you are. You're like, like as, as, as a house household name, right? Like everybody yeah. fucking knows who Beyonce is. And so managing that and creating music and trying to continue and, and discover yourself, you're going to be making like mistakes here or there. Like just, you know, like figuring yourself out. And and now you hear this music, and I don't think she's figuring anything out. I think she knows oh, yeah. exactly who she is, what mm-hmm. she's doing, and everything is so carefully like planned out. And it's very classical. Like it's got movements. It's like highly elevated um, artistry, where it's not just one song. It's a whole fucking story. Yeah, you know. Well, you guys want to take a quick break? Yeah, yeah. A quick break. Beyonce's here. We're taking quick a break. break. Hey, y'all. We wanted to say, first of all, thank you for listening and loving us here at the Queer LBC Podcast. Secondly, I want to say, please, please, please go add a rating and a review in either a Spotify or Apple podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast. Press whatever is equal to that like button, bitch. Tell your friends about us. Add us on Instagram at Queer LBC to get updates on when new episodes drop. There you can also slide into our DMs and tell us what you're thinking. Is there an LGBTQ plus related topic you want us to cover? Do you have a story about your gay experience that you think we should be putting out on blast? Tell us. We won't get back to you, but we'll heart your comment. Maybe your heroes talk about it at some point. Anyways, yeah, go show us some love. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Okay, I'm just going to hand the mic on over to Guy right now. What are we talking about today, Guy? Thank you, boo. Today we're talking about Beyonce's new album, oh. Act One Renaissance. Wait a minute. Doesn't mean there's an act two. There's three. three. Oh, shit. Yeah. Three albums, bitch. Of dance music? Oh, we don't know. They better be. I don't want to hear the sad shit. We mm. don't know. It's, we do not know. <gasps> I didn't know that. Oh, my God. Then there's also visuals for this entire act one. When, when are they coming out? Getting, I know. So that was supposed to come out first, but then it was like, no, never mind. Here's this music. <laughs> we want you guys to create your own imagery, and That's then we're going to release the visuals. I'm glad they did um, that. They said, get your own feel, like, you know, 
It's true, because if I see a video, it definitely traps my mind into thinking like, oh, this is what, what it's about. it is. But I was also already voguing the house down when I started listening to it. So I was just like, I think that's what the visuals are. Oh, definitely. For sure. Especially def- like cozy. Oh, I just want to be like. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I hope it's yes. like a full on. Pure honey. I yeah. really hope that there's a lot of elevated uh, uh, black trans people on this. Like, You I know really there will be. Because I feel like right now it would be the perfect time. Um, to put that in because of all of the transphobic uh, fucking oh policy God, making yes. all around the all around the fucking country. That would be so. It'd be really cool of Beyonce if she just gave us a lot of black trans just everywhere. I mean, and she also needs to like this is like legit like ball music. Like some yeah. of it is like pure voguing. Like there's yeah. so many songs. So she, I feel she needs to have that representation yeah. in this visuals. And is Big Frida bi- non-binary? Um, I saw an interview. They said that they go by whatever you want to call them. He, she, miss, mama, grandma, sister, brother, uncle, Sam, whatever. They gonna answer. Oh, okay. Cause he did an interview with Slim Thug, and mm-hmm. he's a rapper. In case I, don't Are we know. Calling I think I saw that. It was, gender it was a fluid. Thing on, on yeah, IG. yeah. Maybe he's not like, I'm your brister, your brother, and your sister. Two <laughs> <laughs> spirit. He was the one that was telling him that he's not used to hanging out with people. Yeah, 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 them, yeah. Right. That was a good. That was a cute little convo. I didn't get to finish it because someone posted it, and you know how when people post, it clips shit. Yeah, I hate that shit. Fix that shit, Instagram. So, have you guys listened to the album yet? Yes. 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 All sixteen songs. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Any songs you don't like? Yes. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, she got opinions. Come on, Nina. I mean, I'll just get it out of the way. <laughs> All right. So, like, going into this album, right? Like the first song that I heard was "Break My Soul," and it wasn't giving. But you know what? After I, you have to spend some time with this album, I think. And I am finally feeling the "Break My Soul" song. But I'm just gonna say, like, for the first like couple five songs, it almost feels like Beyonce is just kind of like a visitor in a different album that I want to hear. And it's kind of like, oh, I like these songs if Beyonce wasn't in it. Like, <laughs> like if Beyonce wasn't in I'm That Girl, if Beyonce wasn't in Cozy or, or, or Energy, if Energy was minus Beyonce, I would be really happy. Are you including Alien Superstar? You said top five. Bitch, right? Well, Alien Superstar really didn't grab me. <gasps> That's my favorite home. But like I said, yes, like I said, like it's she a grower, not a shower. One, right? <laughs> it's a grower, not a shower. So I'm still, f- well, let's say I re-listened to it again today, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm that girl hit me harder. But then I was like, you still don't need to be here, Beyonce. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm dealing with the fact that you're here in this song, but you could leave. And then Cozy, <laughs> I was kind of like, oh, you're really trying to get... Uh, the big girls to like you, aren't you? And then <laughs> Alien Superstar. I was like, mm, next. And then Cuff It. I don't even remember how that sounds. Lord and then Energy. Me. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm so like grooving to this song. But get Beyonce out of here. And then it turned back into Break My Soul. And I was like, OK, well, now I'm feeling Break My Soul again. And then I was like, well, get her out of here because I need more yaka yakas. <laughs> but... That's the hate for me. She turned it around with Church Girl for me. Okay. And then I was like, this one's a little slow. But then I was like, okay, well, I'm getting, I'm, I was, I was cleaning the house to this shit. Okay. So then I was like, okay, my ass is like moving a little bit. And then plastic off the couch was cute, but (laughs) I was like, I need a little more. But then once Virgo's groove kicks in, and I am a Virgo, a Creole Virgo like Beyonce. 
So did that exactly. hit you? And Virgo's groove hit me, and I was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had the washing machine going. And then move was good. Heated, I liked a lot. That was good. And then thick, I could click next. And then... I like thick. And then all up in your mind was cool, sort of. Okay. But America Has a Problem was really cool because I liked that it sounded kind of dark wave in like the in first. In the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, where is this going, queen? I was like, all right. Um, okay. It was Be- very confusing. Mm-hmm. Even the title. But it was great. I think that was like very, giving me very much like militant, like uh, Black Panther vibes through dark oh. wave. <laughs> And then, but going back to like, what was it? Virgo's groove. I really liked it because I felt like it was very like vapor wave sounding, which was like, I was really into that like 2016, but no, it sounds really good. And then pure honey was like a plus for me. I definitely wish I knew how to do the death drop. (laughs) I was like, I make you want to do a death drop. It does. Mm -hmm. It does. It makes me feel like crump music, you know, crump music, like crumping yeah but yeah. that it gives me like i want to dance like those gays dance yeah exactly yeah. i want to get yes. my fucking fan out and clack I wanna, oh, yeah. did I you hear the clacking in the song i think i don't know but it and heat it at the end of heat it you can hear the the crack crack from the fan oh man oh i want to totally vote i want to be that person that vogues falls down and hits exactly. their head on the fence yeah, yeah. yeah. oh so like great. that white lady <laughs> <laughs> I love those videos. <laughs> and then when Summer Renaissance came on, I was like, thank you for revitalizing I Feel Love again. Because I feel like I Feel Love is like, for her to even, for that to be the crux, you know, of this album is like amazing. Because the history of that song is great. Because it's like one of the first songs that utilized synthesizer. Mm-hmm. And it was like really breakthrough dance song to begin with. And then for her to just like, do the Donna Summer. I was like, yeah, you can do Donna Summer. Like you mm-hmm. are, I guess you're good enough. <laughs> and you did it well. And she and she redid the music in a way that like like revitalized it for me and made it like fresh again. Because mm-hmm. I have done that song to death, like already, just on the uh, the original song, I Feel Love by Donna Summer. And then there was a remix that came out on a Chanel fashion runway <laughs> that like revitalized <laughs> the song for a bunch of gays, I think. And then I was like, okay, the song is really super dead for me. But then she came back again. And I'm like, thank you. So I'm really excited for act two. But yeah, I was actually like not excited for this album to come out. Because every time that a Beyonce album is like coming out, I'm like, oh, it's supposed to be the best thing ever in my life. And then I'm like, I don't care about this. And it's Mm. like, she does a lot. I don't like her sad song shit. Like, mm. see, that's what Plastic of the Couch gave me. Yes, it was very Lemonade vibes. And I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But I know, like, all albums have to have at least, like, one, like, slow song or kind of, like, like a ballad. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's it. But I don't like it because I'm, like, like, the first five or six songs are very, like, they just f- transition into each other. So they just flow. It's like, like the music doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. and then it breaks up and then like towards the end i feel like the transition starts again yeah. um so when i first heard it on th- friday at 9 p.m is when it dropped 12 eastern standard time i was on my way back from san diego california and i was like let me turn this shit on so turn it on listen to i'm that girl and i was just like you know when you like hmm, <laughs> yeah what's this so i'm like mm-hmm. okay yeah. A slow bob but it's not like 
it's giving me thug vibes. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, okay, mama, where you going with this? And then, like, you know, the song is coming. I'm just like, eh, okay, I can live without it. But okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen. I ain't gonna skip. That's very disrespectful. I'm gonna just listen to what she wanted me to hear. <laughs> it's a purpose. Yeah. So then, cozy came home. Like the beat. See, it's the beat that gets me. Mm-hmm. So cozy like, if the good. song don't have a good beat. I can't vibe with you. So the beat started off, and then I was like, oh, okay, what's this? And then, like, the lyrics, and I was like, oh, okay, I like it. I feel like she was singing in a way that was very, like, a gay black man. Mm-hmm. Like, alien superstar. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, like, singing. It was kind of, like, talk singing. Mm-hmm. Well, Cozy, which Cozy is, for sure has some gay writers on there. Yeah. But, like, the way she, like, did the songs made it very, like... I guess like house or like whatever like that era of music where they're not yeah, like yeah. actually like singing they're just like talking I'm number one the only one bad bitch like you know like it was very like okay mama go off <laughs> but when she's when Alien Superstar she said I'm the only one one of one I'm number one bitch you can't compete don't even dare you don't even think like me I was like ooh this is it okay. and then the way too sexy sample came on I was mm-hmm. like oh my god <laughs> yes it made I, it super gay yeah i was like oh my god bitch like i just want to be there like when they created this to see but it makes me feel like very warm and fuzzy inside mm-hmm. like you know like the only feeling i can describe it like listening to this album is like watching simone on rupaul's drag race <clears throat> like you life oh she was great mm-hmm. like it made me happy to be a black person like seeing simone like uh like do well yeah and like show off black culture yeah, i was just like yeah. oh my like god proud. i yeah like that's what the album made me feel like yeah yeah yeah. okay i see that yeah like but, black excellence yeah mm-hmm. but i don't like plastic off the couch i i can't i can't <laughs> i cannot it's too fucking long and it's just too songy singy i don't want to hear all that i think plastic off the couch oh no, no go ahead i think plastic off the couch are <clears throat> Plastic off the sofa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sofa. <laughs> I think plastic off the couch is what made me realize that the entire album, it's not a house album. It's an entire album of multiple genre of like dance, upbeat music. Oh, okay. And that was really giving me like disco vibes. Oh. Like kind of like mm. a slow Donna Summer disco song. Because some of them sound very... Like a house, like Alien Superstar, like the beginning, yes. it gives me like, okay, this is like a house song. But then another song will give me R&B, but it's like, like you said, like it's upbeat dance mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. Like the sounds are very different each song, like, which is like Yeah, yeah I feel like you even have like some dance hall sound. You have yeah. like even the church girl, like had different music in uh, the beginning. But then also like the church sample, like music in the background playing, like while she's like, drop it like a thigh, yeah, drop yeah, but yes. it's like the piano, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. organ playing, like. Still yeah, sounds she, like a church. She definitely does everything, I feel like, all the styles. And I think it was, like you said, with with um, watching just Beyonce really shout out all the different black styles of music mm-hmm. that have existed throughout time. And kind of, like like you said, like Simone just put, like, dedicates these songs to that culture, to that style, to that time period. And I really did appreciate the transitions. The transitions were so Ooh. good. The transition. My favorite was from energy to yeah to um, what was it? Break, break my soul. soul. Yeah, yeah. Energy to break my soul. That was perfect. It was great. I was like, oh hell yeah, this is great. Uh, it was like me- like it was just so pleasant to mm-hmm. the ears. It was fantastic. It also yeah. confuses me because 
each track has so many different beats on it and like sounds mm-hmm. i get confused when the new songs st- like listening if you li- like the first like mm-hmm. five tracks like if you listen to them it's just kind of like 10 different songs it's like so many beats <laughs> it, happening mm-hmm. but then like i'm like i keep checking my phone i'm like did the song change yet yeah. so i'm like waiting for the lyrics because i'm like wait oh it's, it's still the same fucking oh it haven't changed yet but it's just like so much happening on one track mm. I feel like when I listen to Beyonce album, ever since like she did her self-titled debut, um, I just like started listening to Beyonce albums as like an experience. So mm-hmm. like it needs to be witnessed like in entirety, and it's really hard off of her newer albums to like pick and choose songs. Oh I mean, yeah, it's doable. Like what is it? Um, I've been thinking. Oh I've yeah, been thinking. What is that one? Oh, water or. Watermelon? Drunk in love, drunk, drunk in love. love. Like there are certain songs, but I think like the newer ones, it's like it has to be experienced all together. Yeah, and it's just like every time I get in my car, I have to restart it from the fucking start. the yes. first out. Like I either restart. I usually start it from cozy because I can live without. I'm that girl as well. <laughs> so I started from cozy, and I I listened to it all the way. I skip plastic off the couch and just let the rest play. But I. I don't start it from like I'm just like from the beginning from the top because I I gotta get in the groove and it's getting me there so yeah. As soon as I get in the shower, oh. from number one, let's go. I love cuff it. That's the one where they're talking about like getting fucked up for the oh, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. It was very like I think you're talking like slow disco, but it was also giving me like it was giving me uh Janelle Janelle Monet, Monet vibes because it sounded like something like off of her album. So it was. I think it was really cool. I, I love that. It was, I was like, oh, it's going to be popular in WeHo. And it was nice that she, like, dedicated the album to her, like, gay uncle. Oh, yeah. That died from AIDS. Who did? Mm-hmm. Her uncle. uncle. Or Beyonce. Beyonce's uncle died? Mm-hmm. From AIDS. That's what the album is dedicated. And she said that's where she got her inspiration from because he introduced her to, like, house music and, like. The queer culture? The queer culture. So that's what she said. That's where all the inspiration came from. And I'm, like, listening to it, it sounds like it's for gay black people, like the sound the music because mm-hmm. like a lot of people are like i don't understand like i don't i'm like girl it ain't for you, it ain't for <laughs> you. <laughs> it's for a specific group of people and you do not fit in this you don't uh, understand you this. can't sit with us it's like black and brown <laughs> culture li- gay culture i love it i love the tweets that i've seen like to this album one of them was like i listened to this album and i know beyonce has a covid vaccine and monkeypox vaccine <laughs> <laughs> so who else what songs dr david did you like or did not like um i i wasn't a fan of plastics was it plastic on the sofa Mm-hmm. I didn't off like the couch. Yeah, plus that one. Off the sofa. Off the sofa. I I think couch rolls with the tongue better. It does. Can we tell her? To, can we text her and tell her to change it? Text her right now. We're changing her. it because that's the ableist Done. name. Sofas. <laughs> I don't like sofa. Um, so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan of that one. Um, and I I felt like it was. I liked it because um, I feel like it was very like a concept album. Everything flowed really well together. Okay. And I liked Cozy. In the beginning, I got to admit, like the first two songs, I'm That Girl, Cozy, were kind of like, okay, this is cool. I'll listen. <laughs> but once Alien Superstar hit, I was like, yeah. yes. It was like pumping me up. It was like <laughs> worth it, classy. I was like, yes, this is my theme song. <laughs> so like I felt that one. And then she got me hooked and the cuff it was like, they're getting fucked up and drinking and partying. It was such a party song. 
so that took me back to like my WeHo days. So I'm like, ah, these, I wish that was out when I was in WeHo. And then we got Energy. Energy was really good. Uh, same with Jose. I think the transition from Energy to Break My Soul was like the favorite part of that. It was just mm-hmm. something very like pleasant to my ears. I loved it. Yeah. And then Break My Soul was cool. But Church Girl, fucking love that song. Like, like I don't know. It was just so catchy. Drop it like a body. <laughs> oh, my God. It was fucking amazing. I loved it. Um, and I, I I can't wait for like the TikTok dances to that song. Oh, I know, right? Oh, my God. It's going to be fucking amazing. Uh, oops. And then, and after that, like I Virgos, all that heated for me was one that popped out during the latter half. Okay. And pure honey, pure honey was fucking fantastic too. I love that. Mm-hmm. That was like pure ball to me, and I loved it. I like how you don't know where the song is going. Mm-hmm. As soon as it come on, it's just like, what is this about to be? Yeah, like the church girl. I was like, does this bitch have a fucking... Right. Because it's like, it sounds like, it reminds me of like being in church on a Sunday when it starts off and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then the beat comes in yes. and I'm like, oh, wait, I'm about to shake my ass real quick. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you have to. I know. I really like Church Girl. I feel like I was listening to it, imagining what it would have been like to have been a woman shamed at church and mm-hmm. for being yourself and sexually like exploring who you are because you know like men get to sexually explore themselves but women don't so i was just that was in my head when i was listening to that song Mm -hmm. i like all the different like how people perceive it Mm -hmm. because also somebody said that like that's one way but they also was like oh that's like for the person like that goes out and party on saturday and then it's like oh shit i gotta go to church on sunday (laughs) oh yeah she did mention that (laughs) yeah yeah, you still have to go you still have to show up the next day and I think that's great because it, it, do, it does relate people to like you can be, you know, of a faith and still live life and mm-hmm. enjoy yourself and like, fuck it, you could do you could do it all. I think for me, I really enjoyed Thick. Um, Church Girl was one of my favorites because it's, it's it came right after Break My Soul. So it was already, you know, you're already pumped. And then it's like, okay, where is this going? And then it's like, oh, more. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's what I really did enjoy. I really also enjoyed Cozy. Um, I felt super gay with um, Pure Honey. Yeah. I felt very gay. I love that one. And I like it when music makes me feel gay. I don't know what, I don't know how to, that's, I don't know how to explain what I'm feeling. So this is the words I use. No, that's what I felt feel too. Gay. Mm-hmm. Like, like, <coughs> like free. <coughs> Like maybe that's what I'm like. It just gave me the vibes. Like I don't know. Like uh, yeah. Like just gay. Like <laughs> some yeah. gays are fucking to this at a circuit party right now. Yeah, spirit of gay as is we're in speaking. You. Like we know what our culture is. So like yes. I don't know how to explain it, but it, like it made me feel like oh, like yes, queen. Like yes. the spirit of like of a drag queen like yeah. in, go inside of you. And yeah, like, and it's just clack. like. Uh, I want to yes. like do the duck walk. You know how the gays do. Like, yeah, <laughs> like that's what it made me want to do. Yeah, yes, it's very dancing when you move. But it my does. knees can never. So, but like right. that's what it made me feel like I wanted to do when I heard like, it. Mm-hmm. Do like all the hand hands. flinging and yes. <laughs> make a box over my face while I'm yeah. dancing. It was just very fun. Like now yeah. I'm gonna go learn how to do a death drop and not pop my knee out because right. like that's what I want to do now. Exactly. We should do this. We should do it and and we should post it. We're a little old. Mama does. <laughs> Mama does Vogue lessons. I'm down for Vogue lessons. First day I fucked my ankle up. Get <laughs> the high heels on. Oh my God. <laughs> We're going to get insurance ahead of time. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to make a comment about Adele, but. <laughs> this, I Where want does she to, come in? I want you to understand where I'm about to go with Beyonce. 
Okay, I don't know if I'm going anywhere, but <laughs> so like Adele's what is it? What is she like? Four albums out? Three albums? Four? Nineteen? Twenty-one? Twenty-five? Seventy-seven? Twenty-five. So she has three albums. <coughs> okay, so listening to all of Adele's music in like order from nineteen to twenty-one to twenty-five, it sounds like like the lyrics. You can tell like it's like elevating mm-hmm. or like changing. Like, do you guys feel that with Beyonce, like, hearing her earlier music to, like, this album, does it feel like... Like, like she's matured as an artist? Yeah. I think that she doesn't have to say much. Yeah. And that's one of the things that we're realizing is that before, like, some, some artists are like... Like, you just, like, everywhere mm-hmm. is out there and trying to impress with more. Sometimes less is more. And I think Beyonce is realizing that she doesn't have to, like put her voice in every second of the music mm-hmm. and she's exploring other yeah. instrumentations with that beside her voice and i think that says a lot because maybe the ego's removed where you don't have to be in every second of the song she's getting to a point where she doesn't have to be present in every single aspect and also if you look at it in how she's been handling live performances and, the, and things like that she puts on a motherfucking show oh yes so what is she gonna not be doing while she's not what is she what's happening when she's not singing at this point she's like shaking her ass off and doing something visual mm-hmm. and then boom here comes the voice so mm-hmm. i feel like she's orchestrating more of where her voice is gonna be in the music and when it's not and i think that's more um evident that she's making it purposefully yeah i think that that speaks to the idea that beyonce is an experience Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. like beyonce is not just music anymore beyonce is a visual like she's dropped visual albums and her content is like on par so i think like what she may not put in lyrically is represented in the visuals Mm -hmm. and that's probably more a better way to kind of put that out there anyways Mm -hmm. because people are going to see but they may not hear. Oh, okay. You know? I mean, and she, you see lyrics where she kind of like gets political or puts in her opinion, right? Like, which I like. It's It's small, small, but the visual is greater. Yes. yes. I noticed that, so I see tweets, people like, we don't like, like political Beyonce, bring back the old Beyonce. Then it's like people like, she don't say enough and she don't do enough. Mm -hmm. She needs to speak up more. It's like, God damn, y'all can't win. tired. Yeah. Can't win. But, But I do like when she like, have those little snippets of yeah. like she throw like a little gym in here yeah like, here and there so like you know she's like mm-hmm. pay attention to the culture and seeing what's happening and like know what's going on at yeah. least she's like putting it into like what her exactly her art well think about look at formation like yeah. if you look lyrically formation is you get a big a bigger idea of what formation is about when you see the visual mm-hmm. which people are enraged about the right? fucking video bugaboo it's a fun poppy song, but what is it about? It's like, bitch, don't be calling me. And what yeah. does that mean in 1990, whatever? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a woman saying, hey, you know what? I have the power. Don't be fucking bothering me. Yeah. And don't be doing setting, this. It's, it's a woman boundaries. setting yeah. boundaries. Like, she's been being a feminist in her own way. That is true. Survivor. I'm since she's been star- Exactly. Yeah. Survivor. Yeah. That was like, that's a really good song. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a pop anthem for mm-hmm. feminism. Independent woman. Independent women. Even though that was for what? Charlie's Angels? Charlie's Which Angels. Yeah. Was, it was girl, girl though. It was but also, who the world? runs the world? Girls, girl. girls. Like, exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe it just speaks to her own truth, which is maybe she's had more experiences as a woman negatively than she's had as, you know, a black person. And maybe she, Mm. like, speaks on the feminist thing from the start because she's experienced that. But we all know, right, Beyonce isn't, like, like 
in poverty and she didn't grow yeah. up in poverty so oh, maybe no, that's mm-hmm. why she Definitely, doesn't yeah so maybe that's why she didn't come out from the get-go talking about black rights because maybe she was a little uh oh, sheltered right yeah and maybe she did just start learning a little bit more you know maybe being married to jay-z he's maybe opened her eyes to things who knows mm. or but also it's just in the world right her mm-hmm. parents were very involved throughout the time right her the what her parents what about them? Beyonce's parents were very involved in her life. In her life, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, I'm pretty sure that then she had a, a, you know, how many people grew up with with both parents? Yeah, that exactly. Are lot, that are both like actively working to for your benefit. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure that that they probably have um, shielded her from certain experiences. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but also. Um, She's like rich and she's like hella fucking rich. <laughs> she's like rich. She's, she's like fucking hella rich and like I don't she doesn't live the lives that all of us live. So you know what I mean? And so I'm pretty sure like what Nina was saying is that she's starting to become aware of like, oh shit, what's really out there for mm-hmm. people and who are the ones that are my listeners and what what do I say? Mm-hmm. So as a black gay man in America. As a black gay man in America. Do you feel she's doing one good for the community? She did with this album. <laughs> <laughs> she did a double time with the blacks and the gays right she said we kill two birds with one stone like, what was your like favorite Jinx song Monsoon. on the album um it still is uh break my soul that one grew on me i can't tell if my favorite <laughs> song is virgo's groove or the honey song oh pure honey yes yeah mm-hmm. those another, are like or the one. renaissance one summer renaissance it's like that one's growing on me i like all three equally i think well, my favorite is a church girl and Pure Honey and Alien Superstar. Those are my favorites. I don't think I gave my favorites. You guys all said your favorites. What's your favorites? So my favorite is Alien Superstar. I'm going to go with number one. Cozy for number two. I'm doing top five that I like. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Alien <laughs> Superstar, Cozy. I'll go with Cuff It. <sighs> I'm going to do Thick. And then the five is going to be... We'll put Energy in there. My bottom is going to be... For number one, it's going to be plastic off the sofa. Plastic <laughs> off the couch. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Plastic off the couch, y'all. Number two, I'm going to do I'm That Girl. Number three, I don't think there's no number three. Just those two. Damn. I can live without those bad. two. That's not bad for album. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? There's way more songs that I like on this album than I like on, you know, some of my favorite artists' albums. So. <laughs> That's really so. Great. Go Beyonce. Yeah, thank you, Beyonce, for this um, contribution to culture. Mm-hmm. I do have a question for you guys. Hearing this and like how good it is, it it sets a bar in my own mind, and I'm like, bitch, when you drop that second album, mm-hmm. like a part of this, it better be like up there because I'm gonna be mad if you like gave us something so good and then like. I think th- I have confidence that they know what they're doing because mm-hmm. if you look at what happened just just now, was they released "Break My Soul" and that that was good. It was great. And then I feel like if they would have released like Pure Honey first, it would have been like, what the fuck? But they did a really good job with releasing the one song to just enough to catch us. Even Cuff It could have been the first single. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that was a great choice. So that I think that one. they know what they're doing and that they know what they're going to be releasing. I'm, I, have, I have faith. I think that just hearing this album, it is a concept album on its own where it flows really well. It's well thought out. So I would imagine that this those whole three acts are planned out extensively and it's going to flow amazingly well together. I hope it's not another dance album. I just want her to shift to like a completely different genre Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Actually, I want all three albums to be different genres because I think if she continues to do dance albums, that's going to be really hard to top these things. It's just going to be like a meshing and melding of a bunch of dance albums and it's just going to be like... It'll be redundant. It'll be, yes, exactly. Mm. I think um, I've already been disappointed by Beyonce in that way, so I see her (laughs) as like a hit or miss artist at this point. So... Do you actually like Beyonce? I really do. Oh! (laughs) Because... I feel like she watched me and her watched the same Janet Jackson documentary when we were little kids. <laughs> so was, what documentary and Janet Jackson was like on like the eighties and it was like her rhythm nation, I think album music video stuff tour, whatever. But I guess she was just going on about just, you know, behind the scenes and like, you really saw how like involved Janet Jackson was with like every single step of the process. And she was so meticulous with everything. And she just was, a hundred percent about her craft like from the song to the like everything the music videos the looks like the dancing everything i think everything like you you watch them dancing like the practicing of the dancing and it was just like wow like she really just works so hard at to like to do the best and it's like it re- and it really shows in her work and i feel like that's exactly what beyonce does yeah. so mm-hmm. i give beyonce the credit even if i don't like the album like i don't but the the reason i don't like be certain Beyonce music isn't just be, isn't because I don't think that she doesn't do a good craft. It's only because I don't like slower music that is sadder. <laughs> and I feel like that's how Lemonade was, except for Formation. And like that was still pretty slow. I feel like even mm. though like you were still like bouncing to it, like it was still pretty like slow. Oh, you don't like that album either. I didn't like Lemonade, no, oh. because it just was like too down for me. I feel like it reveals so much though. I think that's why I was like, oh. It was very personal. Like, we're learning about her. Like, yeah. what's going on in your life, sis? Right. Yeah. That's what I, like, that's Made what you feel it, like family, right? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. that's what I got from it. Like, oh, like, we're actually learning about her now. She was being vulnerable. And I think was relatable because a lot of people live those ex- set experiences. Mm-hmm. And so when an artist does that, you connect. And that's exactly what she did. She I was connected. Yeah, I think she's like a hundred percent artist. Yes. Like I don't understand people who hate on Beyonce and talk shit on her. Like I will be truthful with how I feel about her music, but I don't like hate her. Like I think she's definitely like a hundred percent craftswoman. Yeah, they just like said she was a top entertainer of the yeah, world decade, at this time. Or like of the yeah, of our time. Of our time, yeah. Which makes total sense. Like her production's ridiculous. Do you think Beyonce's ever heard cranes in the sky? Ah! <laughs> She's so stupid. I don't think she has. <laughs> I hope her sister did also like kind of influence this album as well, because I feel like her sister sounded. Why do I sound weird? I feel like her sister sound is very different from hers, but also people like Solange, and I just can't get with her music, except that one album that she came out with that she won a Grammy for. I'm like, okay, now this is what I'm talking about, Mama. Do you like consult with your sis? Like you know. They probably do. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like how does sound, girl? Listen to it for me. I feel like I feel like Solange is definitely in Beyonce's ear because she's very like creative person. I feel like it's interesting because I remember when Solange first came out, everyone was like, "Okay, Beyonce's little sister, get out of here." And now it's kind of like, "Oh, you're like regal art musician." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing something different than your yeah, sister. You're, you're not. Different. Yeah. You're not the regular pop star. You're the cool pop star. Mm-hmm. Artsy. You know white people. <laughs> and white people know you. 
Oh, you have to do this new ad. Okay, right now? <coughs> okay, well, everyone, that's a lot of Beyonce. We're going to go to a commercial break. Hey, y'all. We've noticed y'all have been spreading the word, and we want to say thank you. But if you're one of the ones who hasn't spread the gospel of gay, go on ahead and tell your friends about us. It's easy. Just be like, hey, girl, listen to this really cool podcast. And they'll be like, hey, see easy real quick. Bitch, just in the <laughs> link. Thank you. All right, everyone. Well, I think that was a good one. I'd like to thank myself, Nino, Jose, Dr. David, and Guy from all of us here at the Queer OBC to Beyonce. We love you, Beyonce. Because why, Beyonce? Because you're good enough. You're You're smart enough. And doggone it, people like you. Good night, Beyonce. I love you, Beyonce. Thank you for a renaissance. Sleep tight, Beyonce. Can't wait for the next thing. Go get that monkeypox vaccine, girl. Good night. Good night.